Hello and welcome to episode 118 of Start the Beat with Sykes. I am Sykes and this is my podcast. Now, before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out the last episode with Hugh Twyman of Hugh Shows. If you're one of the people who listened to that conversation, I hope you enjoyed it and thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. Now, today on the show, we got Joe and Jordan from Traxploitation. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Traxploitation, they are a DJ slash producer duo from Pittsburgh, PA, who play live events and make insanely cool music. Yeah, what the hell else do you need to know? Well, you need to know a lot, and you're going to learn a lot about them over the course of the next hour. I recently sat down with Joe and Jordan at their studio rehearsal space over in Lawrenceville and had a really awesome talk with them about the history of their band, their influences, some of their techniques and processes for creating music, and uh, talked about the scene, local electronic music, scenes outside of Pittsburgh, where they've played other shows, and yeah, it's a good talk. Before we get into the conversation, I do want to apologize. For whatever reason, one of the microphones was picking up a radio signal. I don't know why. I didn't do it intentionally, obviously, but it's there. I did my best to cut it out when I could, but primarily... When Joe is talking, sorry, Joe, there is, it was his microphone. There's some radio underneath your voice. It's a little distracting, but I'm hoping that you'll be able to get past that and enjoy this talk because it is a really good talk. So yeah, without any further ado, let's get into it. Sit back, relax, and let's start the motherfucker. Fucking beat. It's super easy to, uh, start bullshit and then like a half hour goes by like oh damn we yeah that was all gold we should have recorded all that but yeah i had actually seen you know your name all over the place for a while i guess you mentioned you were doing a gig a week so there's just flyers all over the place and you have really good logo and design work and thanks visuals. to phil seth that is phil seth of phil seth designs okay He's number one shout out to phil did he do uh your ep cover that yes. i saw that had yep, like in the did. city or whatever oh, yeah yeah that's super tight like it's very eye-catching it, and it, you, um if you're familiar with the band chicago that's where we uh we got that idea because <laughs> Cause they have one just like that, and um, we wanted to make the EPs like kind of stand out. Like, you know, we still want to put out mixtapes and stuff, but the um, we wanted the EP. So all the EPs are gonna be like that, like Chicago has, nice. like you know, what I mean, has the has their their font, you know, and and their name, uh-huh. and then it's like like a Chicago, like they're at the top of a building in one, and a bar of chocolate in another, and um, 
Oh, well, here's some. You're, you, this is you heard it first right here. Nice. The next one's gonna be like a UFO coming through the clouds, and we're make it look like an old sci-fi uh, novel. Uh huh. You know? Yeah. So like transportation. Comes through the air. <laughs> so do you two have like a background kind of like in sci-fi pop culture type things like? I don't want to say like nerdy things because I'm into it nerdy too. Things. But I mean, I walk in here, I walk in here, you know, some samurai stuff playing, and you know, it just seems like and just getting like I know that like um I saw that you market the music kind of you have like sci-fi as like what you kind of categorize some of the stuff That's, you do. You know, really, it's I put that on not being able to place us anywhere. Okay. You know, I, I I kept listening to our music and I'm just like I don't even know what we are. We're some weird sci-fi, hip hop, electro sure, yeah, type, yeah. whatever. But like, if I was to take it back, I would have to say it's it, my grandma got me on this on the, the kick of my on the start of my sci-fi kick with watching B movies and old horror movies, nonstop horror like Freddy Krueger, Jason, and even like crazier OG ones than that. And yeah, I yeah, just, yeah. Just, just just suck them up, <laughs> you know? And like, <laughs> totally. And then I'm coming at things on the other side. I. I've read comic books and watched nonstop kung fu movies like most of my childhood and adult life. There was a brief time where I was cool when I was a teenager that I just played football, but (laughs) (laughs) no. um, What? Yeah, it's kind of always been in all that stuff Star Trek, Star Wars, the alien movies. Anything with Star. Well, yeah, yeah. I love love, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, honestly. And just just, just, just film in general. yeah. Yeah. When did like music production come about for you two? Well, I started doing music in college. We we went to school together uh, in Pittsburgh. Not even shouting out the name, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he Jordan he had the uh, best college parties, like the best house parties. He had a house that with all other, you know. Scrubs were in dorms. He had a house with a bunch of other roommates. Shout out awesome. JD fam. <laughs> and it was dope, you know? So um, I uh, picked up some turntables and I would just spin a hip hop, like, but I would mix hip hop. I wouldn't just jukebox it. I'd do my damn best to mix these like yeah. damn vinyls and like all night. And that's what I would like do. Like mashing stuff up, just beat matching weird stuff. Yep, cool. indeed. So I, I, yeah, I got my start really at George's place. And he would be like, he would just have instrumentals going, and people would like have like ciphers and stuff like over top of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's yeah so way like, back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, I'm just you know just like freestyling has always been like a big part of uh, I kind of just like like who Joe and I are and like how we vibe with music. Nice. So from the start, um, the majority of the stuff that I've heard you produce under this name is like instrumental. Though, right? So the freestyling element and stuff like that. Why did you decide to like pursue like doing instrumental as your thing and maybe not rapping? Or was it just kind of like that was just something like goofy <laughs> that you wanted to do? Yeah, I'm, or you're talking about freestyling with like DJ? Well, no, no, both. I mean, okay, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That's a good question. Um, yeah, we're just not rappers. Yeah, I got like, you. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm not opposed to having rappers on our stuff, but yeah. I myself am not it. Yeah, I got I you. Know. Yeah. I mean, if you're totally. lucky, you might find me in a cipher every now and then. <laughs> but like, uh, it's just not my main focus. I don't want to be a rapper. Not that there's any like bad connotation with that. Well, or anything. I mean, just, I think it's good to. I just I, I like it, this stuff. I think it's good to know what you want to do and what you don't want to do, and yeah. just narrow your focus. You know, yeah. I think I kind of have a problem where I'm always trying to do too much. You know, oh, so yeah, you're preaching to the choir, sister. It, it, no. It's hard, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, you're still doing, like, one thing just because you have a table with ten gadgets on it. <laughs> yeah. But that's – but, I mean, yeah. the thing, though, is that there aren't – I mean, there's a lot of people 
that do, you know, live electronic music. I'm just going to yeah. base level say it's live electronic yeah, music. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but because, you know, I've never seen you two play a set and you've been doing this for a long time. So there's a good chance there's a whole world of shit that I'm just completely oh, wow, aware. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know about. That. Those are those are fun. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there's a lot of people that uh, that do kind of. Well, I, I don't know. That's a weird question of because like I don't. Know. I guess yeah. I'm trying to. Think I mean, of... I know people that are doing like live electronics. Stuff, yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, it's not necessarily like hip hop based. Like the only like I can think of like C Scott. Oh yeah, yeah. Shout out C Scott. He's um. And really good producer. a couple other like producers who I've seen at like track meet events. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, I don't, I've only seen those people there and I don't really know them outside of that. So I'm just, I think like there's just like a whole world that I'm kind of removed from that. I'm just starting to well, do you, I mean, dig do you, into now, you know, do you know, like, um, like laser crunk, like Todd Keebs and, uh, yeah, you see, those are people guys. that I, I know who they are. Like I've heard the names, but I've never seen them perform or like, again, it's a whole world that I'm removed from. Mm-hmm. I got to get out there more. <laughs> yeah. But I'm always doing my own shit. I think well, that's yeah, kind of the yeah. problem, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm involved in a few different things, and it's very rare that I go to an event that I'm not playing or oh, a part man. of, you know? Uh, you, you know are. what I'm saying? Yeah, man. <laughs> it's tough. That but We know try. exactly what you're saying. <laughs> right. and, and in two separate, but the same way <laughs> it's hard because even if you're not playing you want to be at home working on new stuff or practicing i think it's awesome yeah. that the two of you actually get together and practice yeah. and you do this stuff you know it's it is a, a band you know it's not just like fucking around where i'm gonna like make some beats and go on stage and push play and like oh, pretend yeah, like i'm doing yeah, some shit no. we would have been in year eight or nine if it was that way <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> so like when uh producing songs for Traxploitation. Do you do stuff like individually outside of yourselves? Yeah. Or we, outside of the Traxploitation? But well, like, okay, like whenever you're going to like ma- do something for this project, how do you start something? Like, do you like, uh, like I got an idea for something then you like riff on it and like really jam it out? Or do you kind of like come, come somebody come to the table with like a more meticulous thing laid out that they worked on their own, like, you know, over the course of the week, then you get together at practice. Like, Hey, add some stuff to this. Yeah. yeah. Or do you like email stuff back and forth? Like, or is it just kind of like a mix of all that shit? It, it really is a mix of all of that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. It is. So there isn't like one like main writer in terms of like, no, this I, is- actually like, um, I think we've like unconscious. So like at, when we would, when we do the mixtapes back in the day and even the EP now, we always have a, it's always like equal. Like so with the EP, Joe has three songs that he definitely wrote and I'm gave notes on and I have three songs that I wrote and Joe gave yeah. notes on. So it's pretty much like like for the last EP for the, the self titled one. Um, you know, we'd come over and I'd be like, Hey, check out this song or or I would have like maybe twelve just things that I'm just ideas put together, and I'm like, I don't know which one of these you think are cool, and we're like, oh yeah, work more on that one, or you know, we have something going on, and we're like, okay, how do we get from this part? How do we transition? And then yeah, and yeah, we yeah. think like, like, like oh, structuring you know, songs, yeah, let, and like, yeah, yeah, let's put a, a Dragon Ball Z explosion <laughs> in, in, in that one spot there. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I for this was probably fuck like ten years ago. Um, I was doing like an electronic instrumental duo with a friend of mine. That was back when I was doing the the IDM stuff that I mentioned before we started recording. Yeah. But the way that we did stuff, it was almost like 
two individual band members. Like I handled like all of the drum production and like weird sound effects and like maybe some synth like bass kind of stuff. And he was more like the all the like leads and melody. And that's just how we always wrote everything. You know, I was like I was basically like the rhythm section and he was the riffs and the melody. Whenever you two are writing, is it similar to that? Or do you like I got a beat, I got it, I got these drums. It's, like you don't think like that. Like it's yeah. you all share you share all the duties. Then whenever we jam, like we I mean we we come up with stuff then that, that we work on too. So right. that's who. And no matter what we do, we always consider what can I scratch on. Like yeah, you know, yeah, so it's yeah. always like we Jojo scratching is paramount. So I'm just like, what can we scratch on it? Like at what parts are we gonna get some scratching on? So um, <laughs> as far as like scratching, do both of you? scratch or like again like i've never i wish i would have been able to see a set before this so i could like have more questions about how you execute things live like i'm into that like nerdy stuff so you don't scratch well i mean i you work on it but i'm I'm, I'm working on my cuts i'm working on my cuts one day i'll be up there so that's that's more your thing and that's where you started so that makes sense you kind of yeah exactly i've just been doing it for years and you know once you get that ten thousand hours of you know mastery time in you just get good at that one thing yeah i've done it enough i'm pretty good at it yeah the, the, i mean i i don't think i've ever even had like an appropriate turntable to scratch on so i just don't even like it was a i don't even <laughs> i don't know much about it i think i think having the right gear definitely helps whenever you started were you on like did you have like very a nice purposeful. table it was like my scratching was deliberate and purposeful so okay. like when i got it, turntables one of the, the things i I got it for was to scratch on it because I, in high school, I tried the break dancing thing in high school I, and, <laughs> and it was okay. I, I didn't go far with it. And I started college. I tried the graffiti thing. I was like, meh, that was cool, but I'm not really trying to get in too much trouble. Yeah, you know? I did that in like so, middle school, high school. I, read, I let it, <laughs> I think, you know, I think I let it's it natural. fizzle out. And uh, I was like, what, what element of hip hop is left? Like, I need to be a DJ now. I'm like, that's what's <laughs> happening, you know? So I got some turntables and um. I started spinning hip hop and just really focusing on scratching. Like that was just that's really all I did for a while, and I didn't really do much of anything else for a hot three years. But after that hot three years, I was pretty good at what I what I could do. Yeah. So when did uh you know I guess I kind of we already talked about this, but the two of you got together through the college parties and all that stuff and just like naturally it became a thing or did, was there a moment where it's like, we have to make this a thing. <laughs> there, was there was a, a moment. moment. <laughs> 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 Is there like a, a specific moment in oh, mind? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the summer of uh, 2009. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, I, um, um, so like my day job by trade, like I, um, at the time I was, um, an AV tech for carnival cruise lines and I hated it. And like I got myself fired. That's a whole other crazy story. <laughs> yeah. And but he was on a cruise on a cruise boat for a while. And I was <laughs> I was just spinning hip hop at bars, local bars that are no longer around in the city. Yeah. And that was it. <laughs> and um whenever I was away, um uh the lounge singer's boyfriend, um, I was just talking talk to him about like, you know, what I like about music and the type of stuff that I want to kind of do. And um he told me, he was like, He's a man, if you don't even remember my name, by the way, his name is Scotty Spears. I believe he lives in New York. Shout out, Scotty Spears. I will never forget you. I am forever in your debt. <laughs> Scotty Spears tells me, he goes, you need to check out this program, Ableton Live. He's like, you're going to love it. And I was like, oh, okay. I had no idea. And then um, 
So fast forward, I get myself uh, disembarked from the ship, and then I travel around America for a little bit. Disembarged. Yeah, yeah. Ain't a lot of people can say they've been disembarged. (laughs) (laughs) There's a whole journal of it on the internet. Yeah, it's a whole whole thing. (laughs) All right, all right. So then I come back. (laughs) So then I come back, and um, pretty much when I was when I was away, I realized with (laughs) with JoJo's skill and my ambition, we can do something really. really cool yeah yeah, yeah. and like you know um we had been friends for like years at this point and um i think i was living like pretty much like right behind you like like almost in your back like a house like that was like almost in the backyard of where he was at yeah so um yeah i came back and i was like okay here's what we're gonna do and i bought a um a kai mpd 24 and i was just and i i I, um i would take samples from like garage band and stuff and and throw them in that because uh, I had been messing with like audio software since I had the internet, so um, I was you know playing loops on that. Then Joe would mix records into that. This is way back, and uh, and then we were even jamming with uh, our boy Phil. He got he got some cuts. And he was our boy, also our uh, graphic designer. Shout yeah, out okay. to himself again. And <laughs> our boy uh, Dave Burns, who uh, can beatbox and play the harmonica pretty good. So uh, yeah, yeah, we were doing that, and then. That just grew to just me and Joe just, you know, uh, taking it after we kind of came up with a name for it. And, yeah, we just decided to go, and we went, and here we are. Nice. So before you had mentioned that, you know, there was a while you were playing a show a week. You had some residencies, and, you know, you were doing a lot. I even told you. I mean, I remember seeing flyers all the fucking time. What happened? Why did you decide to scale back on that? And did you just want to like, was it burning you out? Uh, did you want to focus more on just producing stuff? Or did you kind of want to do a thing where you felt like you were like, you know, you wanted to perform less. So whenever you do do shows, they could be like bigger shows. Maybe not like a burn the burnout on the city. I, don't I would know. I would say D all of the above. Okay, yeah, just, all right. agree with that. Yeah, okay. I definitely do because I was just thinking of all these different things. You know? <laughs> like even down to like um what, when we first started transportation and we were um, mixing music out at different events. The type of music that we would mix was our geeky nerdy type uh, music that we like. You know, old school sixties and fifties and seventies like hits that you've never heard of and you know maybe hits that you did hear of but we play them and mix them together awesomely with break beats and everything and people loved it back then and then uh, we kind of watched the the musical um taste of the um like the landscape uh, yeah exactly yeah. of the demographic of people that came out to our type of shows it just it started to change and then it was more like bassy more like um like trap yeah. type stuff i mean or- the, the kids were just the the people that came to the show were younger. That's why. I well, really I mean, yeah, that's kind of what I was going to say. Yeah, that's so the problem. Is like kinda, you get older, you stay there, and but the people that go out to clubs and shit like that, it's always a certain age group, right? And then people phase out of that. And it's like as you get older, you know, the the demographic, yeah, changes of. I mean, their I mean, interests. but I mean, like, like, like we definitely changed a little bit too. You know, to maintain that, but it wasn't like we were going out and like, oh, what are the kids listening to and typing it in yeah. or whatever. It'd be like, all right, you know, someone recommends something to me, I check it out, maybe get into that genre and find what I like about that genre and mix it in. Yeah, I think that you know it's important. You know, you don't want to compromise your artistic integrity too much, but. If you're taking time to make music and you're not being 100% selfish, you want to go out and perform. You want people to enjoy it. Yeah. You kind of need to 
have some like awareness of what people are interested in hearing and like figuring at least having some understanding of it and not like changing your music to sound like that. No, but, I mean, we just like to sprinkle it in among yeah. stuff too. You know what I mean? If we can do like a really cool mix with, you know, some really like bassy, uh, uh, trappy beat and like mixing like some Diana Ross song into it or something. I mean, I mean, if it sounds good, it sounds good. And, yeah. and I just, I just want to sound good and have people dance to it. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's kind of a, a lot of the times too. Occasionally, I will like DJs, friends, house parties, and stuff like that. I don't classify myself as a DJ by any means. You know what I mean? I just, I'll DJ some house parties and like I, I will be like playing shit there that if I was just like hanging out by myself, I would never want to listen to it. But if you got a room full of people dancing and people are having a good time, I'm like, okay, I guess this song's all right in this application. Oh, that's a fine line. I don't know. What do you got to say about that? Oh, I mean, that, that's definitely but the... I mean, again, it's that, like, that comes with DJ in a party, for yeah. sure. For one, like, um, so like, and you weren't putting on requests, you know? So yeah. So that, that's, that's, that's all fair game, for sure. But I, I got nothing bad to say on that. Like, uh, us, we, we definitely have a kind of a no request situation. And, well, yeah, but I mean, we, get, we get requests, of course, all the time. Because people, they they... The way we mix music is new to a lot of people, so when they hear it, they just get so excited. Is what it yeah. is. They're just like, "Oh my gosh!" They mix these like they mix this song that I know with this song that I know with this song that I know, and I wonder if they can mix a song that I like. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so yeah, totally. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. It's like you know, you're, you know, you are, you know, you're practicing, you're prepping sets and things like that. You have a name, like you know, you're. Well, actually, like when, like whenever we were playing out, like like our, our sets, we um, the practice is just kind of just jamming to catch up and you oh, know, so you really you together. don't like you don't prep too too much. No, we don't show prep we play any. Live. Like, we, <laughs> like like yeah, that that's the fun of it is so like yeah. between us, we have thousands of samples from all different types of genres. I have my list, Joe has his list, and we're just taking those samples and we're mixing them like live on the spot i just got you know we never know what we're gonna play i get nervous every time because <laughs> I, I just don't know what i'm gonna do as soon as i get up there yeah so like you know it's kind of like we it's we wanted it to be like jazz in a way because like, like at least my personal philosophy on it has been like you know nothing beats how a live band sounds you know whenever like there's an awesome brass band or metal band or and it's a live band yeah it's the music coming at you you know what i mean um, so I think the closest thing we can get to that as electronic musicians is having an element of uh, improv in it, you know, just to keep it fresh, you know what I mean? And um, so, like I said, when we're up there, I'm just, we just start and, or like one of us will just start playing something and, you know, say I got like um, an old school breakbeat on and um, and like a drum or a, a guitar sample from like some Zeppelin song or something. And then Joe's listening to it, and maybe he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna mix this like there's like this electro break that's gonna sound real good under that." And, and then you know we're talking to each other, but like, hey, you know, um, what key is that? You know, D minor or whatever. And yeah, you know, and um, just kind of go there, and we just kind of just jam. And I don't know, it's it's a very organic thing. Like if, if every show is different. The I idea was if you saw Transportation ten times, God that'd be ten different shows. When's the next show? Uh, Spirit coming up on the 28th. 28th, thanks. I was looking around for a calendar. Yeah. <laughs> nice. We play every other month there. So okay. January, March, etc. Cool. Are you doing any other things outside of that? Or are you just trying to... Do you like play out of town or uh, anything sometimes, like that? Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Like we, 
we play the most eclectic range of gigs, really. So it's really no telling what we'll be doing next. Like we have a fundraiser coming up with um, Wordplay. Okay. And it's uh, a fun, a Jewish fundraiser, and um, we're excited to do that because those guys are really awesome. Um, they tell stories, and we play um, music to their stories, like a, a soundscape. That's super cool. Yeah, it's, 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 it's some of the people that uh, are involved with the Moth. If you're familiar with, uh, yeah, yeah, shout out yeah. Ali and Tammy. Yeah, yeah, they're good people. But yeah, it's like we we just do such a like like lots of different types of shows, and um, as far as out of town, I'm looking at our map. We've we've played about we'll say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, about eight eight different states or something or other places. So far, I mean. We kind of, you know, like like you pointed out earlier, we kind of just haven't been playing as many gigs because we've been working on the EP and just kind of being more choosy about when we play so we can put more into those performances. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. I think that there's probably, like, a lot of... Do you tie in, like, visuals and, like, have, like, a whole big thing when oh, you yeah. play? Because I feel like if you weren't, I'd be like, why not? Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> uh, funny enough... Uh, one of the big, a big boost and help of uh, us getting our name out there when we first started, we, um, if you look around this room, we we uh, had costumes. We dressed up in, in full get-up LED get-ups that we made ourselves, and they blinked to the music and did all types of crazy, <laughs> crazy shit. There was like three uh, yeah. iterations who, of who, them. I, who made those? Oh, we, did. we did. Nice. We, 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 the idea was we wanted to look different. Someone told us uh, that we should look different than the people coming to see us. And then we we were fucking crazy, so we just took that too. <laughs> it was one of the city paper. It was right there. You had the speaker on his head, and I have a old school Power Rangers, but Japanese Power Rangers uh, <laughs> helmet on. <laughs> so, do you still do that? Or? No, no, no. Why not? That was during our heyday of three gigs a week. We okay. were putting those sweaty hot things. on. Yeah, they're just like, horrible to wear. Well, was, uh, I imagine also if you're wearing those live and trying to mix stuff and it was interesting i mean it's very you got to be focused right yeah, yeah. So. It, it was like we're a blind swords swordsman you know what I mean? it was, but it was uh, just so fun though like, there'd be sets all like we, we just can't see so i just gotta <laughs> hope that i'm doing good stuff yeah. just just knowing what people are just think thinking what people are thinking while like, i'm up there that's what keeps me going i'm like these people are probably tripped out this is great i can't even see at all but this is hilarious <laughs> yeah. but um it's recently fun. recently our our um um our, our friend andy esper has been doing visuals for us at our, at the spirit gigs and uh you know he, he he's an uh aspiring or up and coming i'd say VJ, vj visual artist um, filmmaker, young so guy. So does he like so, do yeah. all of the stuff live as well? Yeah, yeah. Cool. So he like and he and he's doing it in the same way where he has all these samples and he's yeah. triggering along right with us. Do you to find you know? It seems like you know every set's different. We just do whatever we want whenever you know. Yeah. Do you have a hard time like finding like a pocket to fit into being that way, or do you feel that like, like even though you're like each set's different, you're kind of going all over the place you're still like in a pocket that is makes enough sense that it's still consistent uh, does that does that question make sense well it's still party music i guess yeah I guess, okay yeah i guess that's uh how i'm taking your question yeah you can still party to it no matter what like and, yeah and we also um we cater to the crowd like um, we had a video game it was a video game mario kart video game competition that was held at james street um last year that we DJ for and people loved it. We did nothing but video game music the whole entire night. Mixed all types of video game music yeah. awesomely. People were getting or, down. Or um, 
when we we play shows with the um, the Ruckus Brothers. Um, they do um, like they'll they'll cover an album. It's a, bu- a bunch of different. It's like a it's a collective of musicians. We covered uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller all the way through, and um, we played during that. But the set we did before was just every other Michael Jackson and the Jacksons and Jackson Five sets. You know, like yeah, the, yeah. The, those those things are fun too. But we still want to do them our way, where they're all cut up and just. You know, take different parts and mix them into different parts. And mm-hmm. on the EP, I listened through some of it today. Is that like primarily all original? Yeah. Sounds. Yeah. Okay. So whenever you're playing live, are you like mixing like original compositions with other, like with you know Jackson Five stuff or Chicago or Led Zeppelin or whenever you're doing that kind of stuff is that all just like DJ mixes and you're not mixing in your own stuff it's i would call it sample based because like when we would take a track say that Jackson 5 track we would put put it into um, um Cut it into clips and chunks. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, like, totally. So maybe from that Jackson Five track, we and then you just like make like an original composition out right, of those. Right, we might just clips. take the riff from that and bunk the rest of the track. We just want that one. Yeah, do do do, and and we'll we have so many collective riffs from different tracks. It just becomes a new thing, then you can't even tell. Exactly. And then like gotcha. you know, um, like the Ableton push lets you know us take maybe that thing and play it like as if they were keys and mm-hmm. um and like i i i've been playing with the uh chord and chaos uh chaos pad for pretty much the entire <laughs> the entire career of it yeah so i mean every now and then you know i'll do a, a drum beat or a bass riff or just some kind of thing to add into it so it's it, yeah like a, a little bit of new competent compositions uh with all the sample based stuff is our yeah, primary to like, dj sets you know do you tell uh I just like fill out something if it if it seems like it's like missing a little something maybe just sprinkle on a little yeah yeah that's when I go Weesh, I went like I went just sparkle noises right here <laughs> like that's just what it feels like that's what it's calling for so. yeah is there anything musically um, that you haven't done yet that you're looking forward to doing or that you're trying to do with like yeah, the future we're nowhere near yeah. Definitely. Like, what's some stuff that you would like to like do to like push <laughs> at the uh, exploitation to the next level? Yeah, at the moment, this is like all our geeky stuff aside, like for the stuff we want to do for shows. But on a more personal level, I am trying to learn piano. So, like uh, this year starts year one of me like wanting to actually learn and understand and know what's going on on a piano, like and be fully knowledgeable. And I'm kind of setting myself. Giving myself a goal to yeah, achieve I this. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know a lot of beat producers that have rooms full of keyboards and can't play piano. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. But I feel like uh, we just made the jump to want to be um, to from DJs to um, producers. So I've I immediately yeah why not felt yeah. like I was like all right I need more tools to be able to be more proficient at. I mean, it's the thing you don't want to plateau. Yeah, you yeah. know. As but far no, it's as not gonna, it'll get boring. Right. As far as like the macro vision, yeah. Or okay, the next <laughs> thing is we um like uh, I know at, at at this next spirit show and and pretty most of our other shows we want to start playing with uh, drummers, like having drummers with us. Uh, mm-hmm. Brian Bowman is going to fill in. I really like his style and how he vibes with us. So you know, have we've always been open to having live musicians play with us. And the only way I see that going is so check this right. We want to have um, a symphony. That we travel the world with that uh that I mean it sounds like far fetched but this has been what I've been go- aiming for the entire yeah, time. Hey, nah, go I for want, it. 
I want a sim. I want a uh, orchestra filled with traditional and non-traditional instruments. And Joe and I are like like taking live loops and conducting like in in a <laughs> in the new way with using Ableton. Yeah, and you know different electronic things and just kind of. You ever watch uh, any of uh, Bjork's live performances? Oh, yeah. And like I th- I'm thinking in particular, she's like. There's one DVD, it's like the live at the Royal Opera House where she has like the full orchestra, two dudes with just doing electronics and weird loops, a full choir, some girl with a harp, and like her. (laughs) Yeah. And it is so sick. It's like this really great mix of all those elements. And that was like one of like the first things I thought of, even though like her stuff, you know, it's a little bit more like ambient and ethereal like mm-hmm. slow i mean she has like some songs that are kind of bouncy and have a good groove but i think that would be like really cool to have all of that yeah but, but, but yeah but to do it in a hip-hop jazz exactly yeah, yeah 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 totally do it you, you hit up pittsburgh symphony orchestra or something oh how yeah how do you get we, that contact we, we we have friends at, <laughs> at <laughs> the uh, at pittsburgh chamber music we, we we did um a series of shows with them last year where there was a string quartet, and we kind of had beats and stuff with them. How was that? Oh, it was awesome. It, it was it was cool, and uh, we've uh, we have con- we we we've worked with people at the uh, River City Brass. You know, they have, they have, we've been in contact with them. So like these things will happen eventually, all in time. But for now, we just have to put out that first EP. We're gonna put out our second EP pretty soon here too, and we've already even started working on the third. Um, we just want to put out as many as we can this year take all the best stuff off off of that then that and then and then we'll get those songs tracked by musicians and stuff yeah and then that's our first glorious album Mm -hmm. so let's uh let's get into we've talked a lot about performing live and being out in the real world but there's another side to all this the internet and putting music online and sharing it and getting people to pay attention to it How's that been working out for you, too? <laughs> we suck at that. If you are good at that and, and, and you want to do it for Traxploitation, please please send us an email. We are Traxploitation at gmail.com. Um, we will work something out. Thank you. It's, it's hard. You know, I think that um, just judging by that response and seeing, you know, like assuming all like the hard work that, you know, you two have just put into like focusing on your craft you know like i just want to be good at scratching i want to be good at sampling chopping up stuff making beats like you're not thinking about like oh, i want to be good at instagram exactly you got to be aggressively social yeah and it's like a whole nother, it, like, it takes a whole other part of your brain and like and then like even aside from social media just like the business of all of it you know like trying to book shows to maybe make money and maybe put that money into something that's going to benefit the project and, you know, business. Right. Yeah. I, how, I, how do you two feel about business? Well, I, I see why social people, media, you know, it's, see, it's important as much as you like, just want to be like, ah, fuck, I don't care. It's super important. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely, it definitely is. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I see why people hire managers and, uh, and that is, that is something that we have yet to do because we're, we're just, you know, we just, for one, stubborn, you know, and for two, we just, uh, yeah, we just haven't found the right person, I guess, that we would feel like just like, um, 
given that amount of control. <laughs> to it's hard to really find somebody that gets what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, like so nobody well. knows it better than you. But, but we would love it. We would love someone yeah. to come and be like, "Hey, you know guys. they're out there." Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, and like, like <laughs> I think you know that maybe that might be what it's going to take to get to the next level of playing shows. I mean, like we like we do play, you know, all across the country, but we could we can afford to do it more. <laughs> and like Pittsburgh has been super kind for, to us over these last what has it been? This is the ninth year. Yeah, going on maybe nine. Yeah, around nine years. Jeez. But <laughs> Pittsburgh's been super kind to us, being that we haven't had to book many gigs. People just ask us when we're available. Yeah. And then and we were playing, and you know, that's how like, you know, we were playing all the time because we just didn't say no to for a while, which which was great because, you know, that really got us got us out there. That's what, you know, how you even knew who we were. You know? Yeah, exactly. That and, you know, what better way to get good at your craft than to be exactly. in a live environment all the time? Exactly. Because you two can get together all you want in a room like this, like in this room mm -hmm. and just riff for a bit. But if something gets a little goofed up or if you want to walk away for a couple minutes, you know, you can do that in a live environment. There's so much more shit that's out of your control and it's different. Oh yeah. You yeah. could practice all you all want. <laughs> you mean, that's it's like you could practice, you know, 40 hours a week for three months and then play one show. And it's just like something comes up that you would have never anticipated. Yep. I can't even imagine with all the stuff that oh, you guys we've, are we've, doing. We've had so many mess ups, like computer <laughs> crashes, and everything. it's a good thing that there is there. There's two of us, you know, and then we have Has both there been never situations like, where someone's like, "I'm out." I'm more out. than we can count, <laughs> exactly. More than we can remember, for sure. We're like, well, I guess you're carrying the rest of the show, man. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Do you like walk over to like? His gear, like, like you know, try to just work on one thing. Do you just like sit in the corner with your head down? <laughs> no, like if, like, say, say Joe's Joe goes down, and he just then then I know. Well, I got to put on some a lot of a lot of good beats because I'm going to be scratching, scratching all night because my, my electronics is down. <laughs> See, my the good old analog turntable will always keep me afloat, you know. Yeah, so yeah. as long as uh one of us is gone. And there's a beat going. <laughs> We're okay. But man, that we've had moments. turntable looks insane. Again, <laughs> like, I don't know a whole lot. Like, I mean, I I collect records, you know. I have, like, a, I have a nice turntable at home, but it's not, a, you know, it's, a, it's just a listening turntable. Um, I have, I don't know much about DJ turntables. I've never seen a turntable that looks like that. I'm really ignorant when it comes to this stuff, apparently. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about this turntable real quick. There's like lights blinking and shit. <laughs> right, I know. I should get like um, some money like right I, now for this advertisement I'm about to drop, but this is like a. Oh, a nice. Serato, it's, it's a Serato. It's yeah. a Serato Reloop RP800. So um, it just, it already has like um, a connection to doll like Serato. So I can just plug this up and just start yeah, playing. Yeah, I Serato. use Serato on my shit. So it's like very helpful and it already has hotkeys. Okay. Yeah. And the torque is a, it's a variable torque. So I can have this thing. Um, spinning like how a really old technique would spin, or I can bump the torque up to like ridiculous, ludicrous speed. So it's like really good for scratching. That's it's awesome. Like I really don't need any other turntable probably forever and any time. It was a birthday present from Jordan and transportation. It was from actually it was actually transportation. <laughs> it was able to pay for it with uh, a little <laughs> bit of money that we got from the first EP. So that's super. That's super cool. cool. Right, definitely. How was like? I guess just gonna talk about DJing for a bit. Like, I know anything about scratching, uh, but you you can educate me a bit. So, like, scratching on that turntable versus what you had before—is it like a huge difference? 
if I'm going to be real. Or is it real, just like the convenience <laughs> of the features? Exactly. That, I'm going to just be real. And I, I'm sure all the Trudy days out there will agree that like, nah, it really doesn't matter. I, I could scratch just, just as good on a Fisher Price turntable if it had some grooves in it sure, and, and the needle does. didn't break. Like, so, uh, but with that saying, this thing allows me to do it much effortlessly, easily, and it sounds great, crisp, smooth, and... I like the look of it because <laughs> I just like the look of it. And I've had eight, about five turntables already that were pieces of crap. So it's kind of like, a, you know, every turntable you get, you nice want it to, to be get. better than yeah. the last one you just had. So it was kind of like, I've had so many turntables. This is the turntable that I'm at now because I've uh -huh. had so many. I, th I think ones. it's probably like akin to like a guitar player can probably shred yeah, on definitely. any guitar. But, you know. You, yeah. you the one nice that has the nicer feeling neck or like right. the, exactly. the, the, the right frets or whatever. This thing, yeah, like it's like, like a Cadillac of turntables. There's no <laughs> hiccups. Like this thing just rides smooth. Nice. So gear right now, is there any sort of gear that you don't have that you kind of drool over that you wish you had? Or you feel like you got your setup kind of uh, optimal right oh, now? Is, I'm at optimal. I, I won't let myself buy any more gear. I've bought so <laughs> much gear. Besides that Oh, no. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. There's one thing. Okay. <laughs> this thing's called an Eigenharp. I think it came out maybe 2012, 2013. It's this... Um, it, it it's it looks like a um it's like it has like a wood finish and like you pl you could play it standing up and it has all the 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 MIDI buttons like on it but you can strum it like a guitar and there's um there's like a little mouthpiece so you can like do it's it's wild it's wild and it looks beautiful and it costs as much as a a, a down payment on a house. What, <laughs> what does it sound like? Does it like do like? Oh, can you just get like some really. Like it's it's insane it's, it's, sounds every instrument you you you, yeah. can, you can play anything so if I you know if, you, if I wanted to play a I don't know a, a trumpet but with so many more keys and like blowing that you can you could just like yeah I want to play this on this part of the instrument and you know so it'd be almost like what we do with the uh, Ableton push but standing up you know mm -hmm. I, I just wanted in the future I, I I want our shows to be more um, visually engaging and you know more. Um, engaging for us too you know even yeah. though standing up behind a table is what we do i think like whenever like we go out and we, we we've seen people who we admire you know there's a point where we're like yeah rjd2 just kind of standing there you know yeah, behind like, a table you know, it's like it'd be I, I if they had like a camera facing down so you could see everything that was going on yep, uh, we will implicate sure. that in the future shows thank you for right. reminding us <laughs> was that something that you had thought of before yeah we just, it, i it, think it, that yeah. you know like that's the thing you know a lot of people that maybe are there that aren't behind the curtain of music production they don't know really what goes into it you yeah. know they might come and see you and they just figure oh you're djing like they're just doing stuff. A lot of people are like, oh, they're just turning knobs and da da da. da, da <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't. They just don't know like how intense and how intuitive this stuff can be. So you need to find some way to show them that without like you know shoving it down their throat. At the same time, you don't want your show to turn into a class. But uh -huh. you need to find some way to like. I think that would be really cool just to have the camera there so people could see what was going on. I would enjoy that. Cause anytime I'm in an event, if like, even if it's just like a DJ, I'm like trying to like get on the side state, you know, so right. I can, like I, I see agree. what's going on. Yep. Cause I don't want to be like standing in the back, just watching somebody stand there. I don't give a shit. Yep. 
Yep, I definitely agree. But please, if you're listening to this, come watch us stand there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, no, don't. Uh, the 28th. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spirit. Go. I mean, it's, it's, if, if somebody's going to an event <laughs> like you're doing, they should be going to dance and hang out yeah, yeah. and have a good time. You yeah. Know? Watch, watch the, the the performers a little bit if you know what's going on. People do. Um, pe- people have uh, commented on how it's kind of fun to watch me and Joe, like how we just communicate Inter- and, yeah, and sure. how we interact and stuff like and if you're really paying attention you can tell which one of us is on lead so to speak and, and who's on rhythm right mm-hmm. because like it kind of just goes back in between like who's has most samples mixed in or i'm like or who's just out completely and is adding the little sprinkles you know it's a, it, it's uh it's an ebb and flow all night so in this constant freestyle sets that you do are there any like moments that really stand out as like that was like one of the tightest things that we ever put together, or is it just kind of all blur? Yeah, is there anything that really stands a, out? I'll, I'll say that there's at least one of those moments about every time we play. Yeah, like, okay. there's always a moment where we're like, where like you look at each like, other exactly. and you're just like, what? <laughs> like that was a uh, yeah, yep, <laughs> that was damn good <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, um, I I I think every our our last show was our best show all the time. That's how I feel about yeah. it. Yeah. So and if it's not, we we're just we feel weird about it, and we, gotta, uh, <laughs> we of course that's just that's about. being a, a performer totally. Yeah. I'm like in the back of my head, even if I know a show was good, like I'm still like kind of in a bad mood about it. Like oh, it could have been better. Oh, I don't man. know what the hell my deal is. It's just it's. We, fucking stupid. We, 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 I beat we myself up so and hang bad. Out and just talk about like, yeah, that was really good. Like that part was really good. <laughs> yeah. That part was really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we love it. That's nice. You know, I think, I don't know. That's, I'm not going to get into like a therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> I beat myself up really bad sometimes, but well, sometimes it's, it's good. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Why, 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 why do you feel you beat yourself up? <laughs> I think like, I just always feel like it could be like better. You know, I, I, I it's like it's every show is how is your relationship with your father? <laughs> oh, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> for for me, it's like whenever the sound isn't right, then I feel yeah, like we had yeah, a bad show. Yeah, stuff like that so fucks like, me up. You know, like if I feel like it's always something that's kind of out of my control in some way. Right. And, exactly. Because yeah, yeah. it, it's recently in the past couple years. Um, I I got a live band together to perform my stuff because I I produce everything mm-hmm. and then they transcribe it and we play shows. Yeah, that's well, yeah, that's I want to get to that too. It's it's stressful, you know, because it's like you know, it's these people have your baby, <laughs> and it's like they're all awesome musicians and they're really good, but like we're tonight we're working on new songs. We were like playing through a new like a, a new thing for the first time and I'm just like, this doesn't sound right. This doesn't sound right. But it's like it never sounds right because they're it never sounds right at first because they're taking something that I wrote on a computer with keyboards and shit yeah. and it's transcribing it to live drums and bass. And of course it's gonna sound different. The groove's gonna be different. It just and then people it's, are it's weird their to own. get yeah, and then you I want them to do that, but at first it's always so weird to get used to it, you know? Right. That's what we want to do, so it's good to hear this this point. Yeah, of view, yeah. Honestly. Don't let it don't let it mess you up as much as it messes me up sometimes. Like it's gonna it's gonna be different. It might not be exactly oh, what you're definitely, expecting. Definitely. I, I kinda anticipate that just knowing like how 
you know, Joe and I have been working together so long, you know, we're almost like telepathic. We're like when we're up there and we know what's going to happen when, and you yeah. know, we have like a shorthand language that. <laughs> and then you, and then you know, you bring somebody else into that, and it's just like, yeah, they're not going to be up to speed with that language. It's just, it's can't, weird. You know, it can't be but any... it's not impossible. It's just, it's a different thing to deal with. You yeah. Know? Well, you know, it's about finding those right people too. You know, I think, you know, can't be any geek off the street, you know, you gotta be <laughs> handy with the steel. You know what I well, mean? I mean it seems team. like, you know, in all the events that you two have done, you know, a lot of people, it seems like all the resources yes. are there. You just got to kind of put the, the piece of the puzzle together and definitely get it to work. It's also really, really sucks. Uh, the more people that you involve, it's the more scheduling conflicts that you're going to have. Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't let it discourage you, but it does make it hard. <laughs> People get discouraged with us when it comes to scheduling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy that someone would even help us out. <laughs> we, have, we, have, we have busy day lives, both of us. Yeah, def- I mean, that, it's a, I mean, we're all getting older. Yeah, yeah definitely. You know, uh, it's, it's hard juggling everything, but that's... I guess that kind of goes back to not doing all those shows all the time and, you know, making sure the shows that you are doing are worth the time that you're putting into it because your time off is, like, more valuable now you said in a it, weird way. Definitely. It's like time is definitely more valuable than money at, <laughs> at this moment. Yeah. And it, as it always should be. I think, like, you know, back in, like, 2009 when you were starting, I was playing shows I would play any show. I didn't care. Definitely, yeah. You know, and now, you know, somebody can offer me a show. It's like a, a Sunday night at some bar. And I'm like, I think I would rather just, like, hang out at home and, like, work on beats. Or do so- I feel like that's going to benefit me more than playing Leave the it show. to the next guy coming up who would value that spot, you know? Yeah, I think that to, too. To, to, hold on to, to hold on to something and not value it. It's just kind of a waste, you know, where someone else would love that. And I'm glad that you said that, too, because there's a lot of people. I have friends in bands and, you know, they play every weekend, you know, right? You know, they're playing all the time and all their friends are in bands and they're playing every weekend, too, but at different venues. And then nobody's at any of their gigs because all everybody feels like they have to play every weekend. It's like. Slow this shit down, you know, play once a month, play once every other month. And then on those nights that you're not playing, go support your other friends that are playing. Definitely. We've been very, very, um, very fortunate in the fact that uh, Pittsburgh has been so kind to us. And and the the, the scene that we're in uh, is pretty supportive. Everyone's pretty cool. I mean, everyone who does something similar, we all know each other. And, you know, we'll, we'll go to each other's gigs and stuff when we can. You know, we've been to other cities and, you know, the vibe was just complete um competition and yeah 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 and here i think you know we're all i mean because i think it's a smaller scene and i think you know we have less you know there there's there's less people doing what we do or you know what you do and you hear then in you know like new york or chicago or something but i think because there's less here it's almost concentrated so you know people are doing it at higher levels and you know real real recognize real so you have a bunch of people doing cool stuff and you know everyone's everyone wants to seem to be great so like i said we we've, we've been really really fortunate in having a lot of different types of people and in different scenes in pittsburgh support us we support them you know it's 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 a beautiful thing it's all love here yeah that's super cool that you like hearing about you getting to play with like the the string quartet and like the brass stuff i'm like really i'm i'm 
I feel uh, again. I'm gonna say it's like I fucking am so mad that I haven't seen a set from you two. Oh man, we we it's, it just blows up my for mind. Big Frida, you we know, played with metal bands, uh, Solar Burn. That, 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 yeah, boys, yeah. we've opened up for uh, Bethlehem. Some more friends of ours. Yeah, I'm good, really good friends with the Bethlehem guys. Yeah, yeah, it's. <sighs> It's funny, you know, that's one of those things where it's like, okay, the city is, people say the city's small. And then it's like, well, you know, you're saying a bunch of names of people that, you know, I've never heard of. And I'm like, okay, well, this makes this city seem a lot bigger than me. And then you mentioned Bethlehem, and it's like, I was on tour with them over the summer. So it's just like, you know, those you are went my... to college with, the, with uh, JT. JT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then it brings it back, like, oh, the city is small again. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, it's, it's, there's a ton of people doing stuff. Yeah. But everyone is connected whether they know it or not. Yeah. That's wild. I <laughs> city no of Bridges idea. is truly a city of Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> Man. So remind me again on the spirit gig that's coming up. January 28th. January 28th. Because this, this, this will be up next week. Any other shout outs? Anything you want to? Uh, okay. Let's shout so, them I mean, out. Shout them out. So. Uh, yeah, you know our boy Reason. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, him and, you know, everything he's doing, him and uh, our uh, other boy, Doc Lovely, in uh, left field, and yep. the stuff that they're doing with uh, Track, Track Me. Me. It's a beautiful thing. I, I, I love that, you know, we got MCs coming out and just, just rhyme, just in ciphers and stuff. Like, the Track Meet events, if you're not familiar with those, check those out. That's great, you know, that's... 100%. Like, the there essence was, of hip-hop. There was one last night, right? At yeah. Belvedere's, yeah. I wasn't able to make it. I was actually, like bummed like oh man i just had other shit going on but yeah i really do like those events i go to them whenever i can and it's awesome to see something like that happening and continuing to go yeah because you know there's a lot of people that will try to you know pick up the torch and go you know and then like they try it for like a couple times and they're like yeah fuck it like it's not worth it like it's it's but it seems like you know whenever they started doing this they're really going with it and i don't think they're stopping anytime soon and that is awesome yeah it came a long way because those would just be our um practices we'd have mcs come over and rhyme over you know i we'd have all these fresh samples cut and we just play them for each other you know people would just hang out and uh-huh. start rhyming and it's kind of grew from there and reason he just carries a torch very strong he's awesome his drive is crazy so yeah he's track meets gonna be going i remember like the first time i saw that dude play it just like I just like saw like like a fire in his eyes. Like he's like motivated. Like he really, really cares about this. And it had been a long time since I really like saw somebody on that level like that seemed like they were that passionate about it. You know, and I see a lot of people perform. I'm not saying that other people aren't passionate. There was just something different about him. Yeah. When I when I saw him, I was like, man, that's awesome. Just like a kind hearted, like not selfish person just genuinely wants to help the scene there's not a whole lot of that (laughs) at least that especially in like a lot of like the local hip-hop stuff that i've been familiar with over the past few years not we need more people like that there's a there it seems like there's more starting to come out of the woodwork now that those events are happening i'm seeing more and more people and meeting more people it's like a field of dream situation (laughs) (laughs) definitely well I'd say we could probably wrap this about up. Oh, who, who else we got? Oh, you got to shut. Yeah, we. Did, I just cut we, you the fuck off. I'm no, sorry. That's fine. I was just like, like, like <laughs> give me a reason to think. I like. I, there, there, there's <laughs> been so many people that have been so awesome. Definitely, um, I want to shout out to Kelly Carter because she uh, 
she does the spirit nights with us every other um, week, and it was uh, every month. And she was the one who got us up in there, and uh, she's awesome beyond that. And then she, the uh, people at Spirit, Leoc, yep. and um, and then uh, let's see, Tom Brown and uh, and and those guys that um, yeah. um, what's this group called? <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm stumbling. Um, uh, see who who else is awesome. I mean, there there there's so many people. I'm, I'm like. I, I I don't want to say someone and not you know. And Chances like are, if you're still listening to this, fifty three minutes in, yeah, you, you it, probably want to you. thank you. That <laughs> right. is you, exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is very true. Because <laughs> you know this, the 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 real ones are still listening right now. The real <laughs> ones, the real ones like Neil, the real ones like Phil, <laughs> the real ones like right. Adam and. Justin and Josh Haymaker will Josh never say Haymaker, your last name definitely. right. <laughs> and the rest know who they are. We love you all. Yep. And Don Hartman for being our photographer because she's awesome. I had to say that. Bye. Yeah, he has to say it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. See you, Don. <laughs> well, thanks for having me over your space. This is really it's a cool space. Oh, cool. You should check out the rest of it. Yeah, I will. I'll I'll look around and stuff and there's a sound studio right behind you, like a like a sound booth. Oh no way. Yeah, I'll show you. Nice. Cool. All right, well we'll wrap this up and we are done. And that is all folks. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Joe and Jordan are awesome. I'm really looking forward to catching their show at Spirit. That's this week. On the 28th, if you're free, be sure to make it out. Say hi to them. Tell them good job. If you see me, say hi to me. You can tell me good job too if you want. You don't have to, but it'd be nice to hear some kind words. I'll be back again real soon, maybe next week, with another episode. Same time, same place, same channel. You know the drill. My name is Sykes. Start the beat, 2017. Woo! Woo! Thanks for listening.